0: One app, over 300,000 travel experiences you'll remember. Do more with Viator.
1: Welcome back! It is the NFC East mixtape, the greatest crossover ever attempted in the history of mankind uh and non-mankind shout out to the aliens who listen to this the NFC East mixtape you can listen on any one of all four nfc east podcast feeds at sb nation that is blogging the boys for dallas cowboys content bleeding green nation for philadelphia eagles content hogs haven for washington commander's content and big blue view for new york giants content i am R. Joe Chaw from blogging the boys the real blue silver and blue that is he is brandon lee gotten from bleeding green nation brandon Happy tampering to you, my friend.
0: Has it really been so happy for you? No, it hasn't. RJ? I am
1: exhausted and full of energy, and tired and just all over the I'm so, I'm so behind on podcasts and reading things <laughs> like I just I am not having a good time right now, to be honest.
0: Amazing kind of first-world problem. I'm so behind on podcasts. Yeah, the feeling, it is. But it is just kind of a funny thing to think Oh, about. dude, but that's
1: that is so stressful, though, when you open your podcast app and you see it there and it's like, I have to listen to all of this. You know what I mean? Do you have like it's a
0: just... big podcast day? Like we're one where like a bunch come in that you listen to? Because I have um... one. I would say like
1: Thursdays are a big podcast day for me. Thursday is the best day as we've already decided here on the NFC East mixed Mixtape, by the way. Um, I don't know what volume this is. I actually, uh, when I created the room for us to do, I put volume IDK because I really don't know at this point. Uh, you can also watch this show, by the way, on the blog and the boys YouTube channel or the Bleeding Green Nation YouTube channel. So not technically just a podcast. Uh, what is your big podcast day, Brandon? Wednesday.
0: Uh, obviously. Uh, the, the smartest music, guys
1: out. around
0: are well, about
1: to break it down you're singing
0: the uh survivor know-it-all's theme song for the uninitiated uh from rob as a podcast a great podcast but i actually wasn't referring to that it's he doesn't know like, it
1: but but friend of the nsc's mixtape rob says oh know? he
0: is no i'm i've had rob on BGN radio before as i've told you he's definitely yeah but, but this supersedes that to be clear he follows me is... on twitter no big deal um. Yeah. So the Office Ladies comes out Wednesday. Doughboys comes out. Or sorry, Wednesday morning. Doughboys is like a Tuesday thing. So I'm catching up on that still. We got uh, on the ESPN NFL show, uh, NFL University. So there's, I feel like a lot of them come out on Wednesday sure. for me. Good for you.
1: Um. Well.
0: uh, well, we you... want to hear from the people. We want mm. them to tell us when their podcast, their big podcast day is. So you can tweet at us at Brandon Gowden and at RJ Ochoa on Twitter uh we
1: have all of the free agency frenzy to get into today blg but before we do uh we do record this every tuesday typically about lunchtime on the east coast um but uh we saved this it was your idea let's let's delay as long as we possibly can so we're recording this actually about five o'clock on the east coast uh the east coast has the worst time um eastern time is dumb but you know regardless of time something did change on tuesday relative to the entire country brandon i don't know if you know this. The Sunshine Protection Act passed. I saw this. Daylight Savings Time is here to stay, baby. Kiss goodbye. The sun setting at 435 o'clock on that side of the country where you live. It's all sunshine all the time. Let's go.
0: Is this official? Did this go through? Or like, I actually I don't saw... know. Um, yeah, so don't just be spreading <laughs> like fake news on the podcast here this is where people come for their I was too uh...
1: embarrassed to like tweet like I don't know what this means um you know like there are there are some things that I feel like our school teachers have taken like massive L's on that haven't aged well right like Brandon you're not going to have access to a calculator in the real world wrong stupid I got access to a calculator all the time but you know like I kind of regret not necessarily paying attention to whatever I should have paid attention to to understand this but at the very least um falling back is on watch. Daylight savings time is looking to make a move.
0: You didn't tweet it, but you're just going to say it confidently on a podcast instead where okay, great. Um, That's high roll, baby. Why don't we dive into what we actually have to talk about?
1: Okay. Free agency frenzy. Uh technically, nothing is official. Technically, it's all just agreed to terms on stuff, including, uh, commander Carson, who we had our first emergency episode to celebrate last week. Uh, Brandon, should we start with the Cowboys? Should we start with the Eagles? Should we start with, uh, you know, the giants, the commanders, where do you want to go here? Free I mean, agents. You can't
0: Bury the story of the day, uh, Don't do recording it. this on Tuesday, which is Randy Gregory, returning to the Cowboys, the big contract extension. You must be so excited about Randy Gregory. Returning the Cowboys tweeted about it. It's official, right? It happened. So Brandon is a jerk. Um, but
1: uh, you know, I you know I know you weren't raised to be a jerk, Brandon. So you know, it, you know this this is all your own doing. Uh, but um, the most stressful thing that we have to do in our job, BLG, is when you have to update a story. That's the most stressful thing, and you got to like figure out how to organize it properly. And it's like, what warrants a new article? Like, how do I ver- verbalize the tweet? This has been that day like, on Nas, like, for me. So, um, this morning, Tuesday morning, it was reported, and by the way, we've discussed this at nauseum on the Blog on the Boys side of things, so you can check out our podcast network. We also had a roundtable uh, where we discussed the situation at length. That is actually happening right after I speak to BLG in real time for me. Uh, but, uh cowboys had agreed to terms with randy gregory tuesday morning to return on a deal that averaged 14 million dollars per year uh that made sense because demarcus Lawrence signed a new deal on monday that created 13 million dollars in salary cap space this year awesome cowboys brain trust should always be trusted the cowboys are great they know what they're doing this is all part of the plan all of a sudden kaboom massive blow up um it, it has since kind of come out that there was this level of distrust or dissatisfaction between Randy's representation and the Cowboys. Obviously they have an extensive history, um, but there was language that was in Randy's contract that according to Randy's team was added in the 11th hour. Now the Cowboys are dying on the Hill that this is standard uh, language that this is in all of their contracts, say for Dak Prescott's read into that, how you will. Um, but Randy's representation felt lied to. So they balked. They had another offer on the table. That was the Denver Broncos. So he left. So Randy Gregory is now, uh, the latest number 94 in Dallas Cowboys
0: history to, uh, head to the Broncos. He is following in the footsteps of Broncos legend Demarcus Ware. where, you know, you have to leave Dallas to actually win something meaningful. So good to see for Randy Gregory. Uh, I just want to read you some quotes, uh, that I have here, um, about one Randy Gregory from both you, and the Blogging the Boys Twitter account, which you don't run that always, right? It's a mystery who runs that, to be frank. Um, okay. there, there's you know, there's s- several hats in the ring. We'll just put it that way. Okay. Uh, I like that. Um, so from Blogging the Boys, at Blogging the Boys on Twitter, quote, literally the worst possible way that things could have gone. Why us? Um, Which It makes me think it's you because of the spacing, because then you space it the same way, or similarly in your tweet at RJ Ochoa. It would have been one type of pain for Randy to leave in a normal way. This makes it 500 times worse. Uh, So your misery is my gain, RJ, as I will tell you that the number five article on all the SB Nation NFL sites uh, in terms of traffic today is an article I wrote about this it's actually a second on BGN so uh thank you Cowboys for that sweet sweet traffic for living and in the, your heads
1: rent free baby yeah,
0: yes living in my head as I'm we're all laughing at you yes that is exactly how that works um the number one article at BGN in
1: case anybody is curious LaVisca Chenault <laughs> Trey in interest Eagles so um you know just good really good times good good times uh happening uh, around uh, our friends in Philly yeah man I mean so if this truly was and there is some level of unknown but if this truly was the Cowboys like trying to be slimy at the very end that's not cool um and you send this message to everybody else that you're willing to kind of do that at the very end in the 11th hour after handshakes have happened and and you're kissing babies and stuff that is not cool it's super embarrassing um that this would happen super embarrassing you would lose him to another team for the exact same rate it's not like Denver's paying him more it just th- this you know that this happens a lot with with moves like not just free agent moves but sometimes like things like results results confirm our priors and so if you believed that the Dallas Cowboys front office had no idea what they were doing before this then you really believe that now if you, for whatever reason, were like fully trusting in Jerry Jones and Stephen Jones and you think they're running a great operation there at the start, you're like, well, Randy left. And there's all these takes like, what happened to loyalty? They stuck by him. Like, no, dude, this this is Randy. Let, like he if, if the Cowboys tried to do this at the very end, I fully support Randy Gregory getting out of town and doing what's best for him. I think the fact that his contract with the Denver Broncos, according to Jane Slater, does not have the language that it would have had in Dallas is proof enough uh, that something is at the very least mildly afoot. What is
0: the annual value he's getting? Or what was the offered from the Cowboys?
1: Uh, $14 million per year.
0: Okay. Do you think at all that? this is actually a good thing for the Cowboys in the sense that I think losing Randy Gregory in a vacuum makes them worse, obviously, now. But do you think this could have been an overpay given that he's never had more than six sacks in a season and he obviously has been unavailable for a lot in his career and there is some risk there? Do you think this is possibly... uh, There's a silver lining to this at all?
1: You know, the part of me that... And I know you have felt similar things like this before. The part of me that wants the Cowboys to learn a lesson hopes that there isn't. Because I want them to, like... I don't want them to be punished, but I want them sure. to learn a little. Sure, I get you know, it. To, like, The process
0: isn't good, right.
1: Right, I would hate that. And so to kind of like crystallize this idea, um, as we get into Acquisitions. This is a would-be acquisition. But you mentioned DeMarcus Ware. He posted a video kind of courting Von Miller to the Cowboys. I mentioned Jane Slater. She reported that he has interest in joining the Cowboys. And so there was some thought, and I know you know this, about Von Miller potentially rejoining the Broncos. I think that would have like screamed collusion to the NFL. It would have been fun. But, uh, but now that they've signed Randy Gregory, that's obviously not going to happen. So, yeah, I mean, maybe this is a situation of we missed out on Randy Gregory. We, as in the collective, know the Cowboys are willing to pay an edge rusher Pay Von Miller. He's a guy who literally Micah Parsons was that was his comp coming into the NFL a year ago. I mean, and I, I I know you agree that Von is the perfect guy for for Micah to learn from to tailor his game after. He's somebody who's been there, who's done that, who's climbed the top of the NFL mountain not just once but twice. I mean, that he would be a great influence. I used to say two years ago that I thought Gerald McCoy could have had the same influence on McCarthy's defense that Charles Woodson did in Green Bay. I think that Von could be that guy uh, to a larger degree, just from a leadership standpoint. What I'm saying. Okay. That's insane. That's insane. Um, no. Yeah. I, I'm I, like a guy who'd been there, done that, but was like looking for like this, Vaughn to be different. Cause Charles was looking for a ring. Joe McCoy was looking for a ring at the time. Um, so it might lead to that. I mean, and that would be three times that the Broncos have kind of saved the Cowboys the first uh, six years ago when they drafted Paxton Lynch and led to the Cowboys drafting Dak Prescott. And speaking of Micah, them taking Patrick Sertan is what set the wheels in motion for Dallas to trade back with the Eagles and ultimately take Micah. Um, so If it's Vaughn, I think people will feel like myself included. It's a net positive, uh, but it doesn't change the potential scumminess that's involved here.
0: Or maybe a Chandler Jones. Probably you'd like that. Um, Yeah, I get that. I totally get that from the process standpoint that you wouldn't like, you know, feel great about how that decision came about. But I do think it could be the Cowboys being saved from themselves because again, I think there there was downside to that contract. I think Randy Gregory, I had him as my most, underrated defender i believe on the cowboys last year when we did our overrated underrated podcast so um you know i, I believe in the talent but uh you, know, you wrote those of, lists down and really paid
1: attention to them like i forgot they existed Like well you have i was reminded. so right about
0: them that's it's incredible how right i consistently am but i guess it's not noteworthy then because it just happens all the time um yeah so what else are the, so the cowboys since we Hang last on, recorded I, I, I want to. Well,
1: I want to add one more thing here, just because this sure. is happening in real time. Uh, Charles Robinson, who's great, we're both big fans of his over at Yahoo. Just uh, tweeted. He quoted. Why are you speaking a, a tweet, for me, because I've seen you express fandom of Charles Robinson before. I know you, BLG. We're friends. Back up.
0: Anyway, I don't disagree. I just don't like you saying it for me.
1: Anyway, uh, so Ed Werder had a tweet um, just to be fully clear here that said uh source says the salary forfeiture language cowboys include in player contracts that led randy gregory to abruptly sign with the broncos is standard to them but not commonly used by other nfl teams um okay so charles robinson quoted a tweet just now and added to that said i'm told the cowboys were made aware that randy gregory had other offers on the table that did not have some of this guarantee forfeiture language in the deals he wanted that matched This was just one more frustrating thing, stalling a deal and ended it. So to that point, because some Cowboys fans are still kind of waiting to like, you know, like, who am I going to be pissed off at? You know what I'm saying? This really feels like the Cowboys, you know, they had this and they, they, you know, for whatever reason, they let it go.
0: I mean, like, like kind of like Occam's razor here, like the simplest explanation is often the most correct, right? I mean, like the Cowboys had a chance to sign him, They didn't get it done. Like it, it shouldn't have to be like, I mean, obviously you can parse through it if you really want to, but I think at the end of the day, it's it's them to blame um if they really wanted to keep him they could have made a better effort and they didn't and he's not there anymore and now it might work out like again like we talked about but for now uh you're losing your second leading sack getter from last year and randy gregory and there's a hole to fill
1: um i will say that i was and like i'm bummed that randy gregory's gone but i was not high on him entering last season i got roasted for that hashtag online and my lack of belief was like dude we've never seen this guy do it for an entire season that's not sure. a lack of belief in the player it's just the odds of that it's happening right, right, right are so low and he did it i mean granted he missed some time but i mean he was really productive but like that was the exception not the rule right. um qu- quickly tying a bow on what else the cowboys have done they did lock up michael gallup uh on a deal that's very friendly early on um and i took some heat for this too i love michael gallup big fan friend of of the boys Um, just because the deal's good in a vacuum does not mean the totality of the process is good. Uh, very strange that they were able to get nothing basically from Mari Cooper, although they did get that contract entirely off of their books. They obviously placed the tag on Dalton Schultz. I mentioned, uh, that they are bringing back DeMarcus on a new deal and check this out BLG on Monday. They brought back their long snapper, Jake McCoy. Wow watch out baby and uh they have also brought back noah brown um uh, lower level wide receiver and as of tuesday safety malik hooker the things that are still in the works uh some people think that safety J. Ron curse who has surprise season for the cowboys is coming back but that is still tbd
0: thing about a vacuum rj is that it sucks nice very nice all right let's end the pod um uh so how do you feel about some of this things like amari got traded he didn't get cut but he got traded for something i'm guessing you're thinking that's better than nothing but still not great yeah uh, i mean do i Demarcus... want him gone
1: no but they you know they're at the very least executing their plan you know i mean I'm, i don't know that i think it's a good one um but i mean some so defensively let's assume that there, there is some you know action to the randy gregory situation whether that's vaughn miller chandler jones whatever let's assume they bring one of one of those people in right so you've got your other you need that edge rusher in my mind opposite of demarcus lawrence to allow Micah parsons the mobility to play wherever is best for him um the defense will naturally regress no i tweeted that out too man i'm taking some heat online these days
0: people are like why is the defense good
1: cowboys why is the defense going to regress how do you know it's not going to be better it's like dude this what what they did like i mean, I mean it's
0: like it's what you said about washington
1: right it's <laughs> last It's year. Po- exactly it's it's possible certainly like in the world of you know possibilities that they could be even better they could generate even more turnovers but historical data supports that the defense is going to regress they're going to generate less turnovers the hardest thing to stick year to year to year is defensive sex success in the nfl that's a great point because i wasn't the only cowboys fan saying that about washington last year um so i think a you. key
0: point here to jump in is just like people I think don't understand like probability we're talking about probabilities here. We're not talking about like definite outcomes. Yeah. Yeah. It's like we're saying it's more likely than not.
1: Yeah. And you have to like, you know, plan for probabilities. Like you have to plan for what's most like, what can we count the most on? Um, So, The defense will suffer some natural regression. I still think they'll be okay. They'll be serviceable. Washington kind of reached that point, right? Like later in the season, the defense kind of stabilized a little bit. Obviously, it was really bad. They regressed even more than even I thought. I don't know that the regression will be that hard for the Cowboys, but they'll they'll be fine they'll be i think a middle of the road defense you know in all likelihood but the offense is worse right now you don't have a cooper you do have michael gallup granted he's probably going to miss the entire off season uh coming back from the torn acl they are just about done with lyle collins so you know and uh we should mention that everything we're discussing here could change and then whenever whenever you listen to this but it's 4 30 central time on tuesday for us um So you're already replacing two starters offensively. Connor Williams on Tuesday signed with the Miami Dolphins. So that's, or agreed to terms rather. So that's three starters you have to replace offensively. So your defense naturally going to regress in all likelihood. Your offense definitely worse right now. So I just feel in a worse place. The draft will happen. They'll add there. But right now it's kind of hard to believe.
0: I think Cedric Wilson is an underrated loss too. You know, Mm -hmm. obviously he stepped up. Big last year when you guys had injuries at wide receiver, so you kind of you lose him. That's uh, another hit. In addition to Amari, uh, I think losing both of those guys isn't great. I kind of thought they were going to keep him and Gallup with like Amari headed out the door, but alas, they did not. Um, so that hurts a little bit as well. Um, certainly in today's uh, trans, transpirings, transfer, transpiration, transpirings. Uh, Transpin rod buns with Randy Gregory is like bad vibes. Um, and that's kind of just been the off season for the Cowboy. It's not good vibes. Uh, the only thing I guess that you're happy about, especially is they re-signed Demarcus Lawrence, right? Like they didn't just let him go.
1: Correct. Um, he is set to become the first defensive end in NFL history to have guaranteed money in seven straight years. That's what this contract guarantees. That's good. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, it's not good. Um, and, and if this Randy Gregory can cast a shadow on the rest of their free agency, it will, will be even less good. But they do – I mean, it's amazing to me. And I, it's time to segue off the Cowboys. But, like, I mean, you've heard me say a thousand times that, like, this offseason has been, you know, the most checked out that Cowboys fans have been in a long time. Dude, it took the team bringing back just some of their own guys to, like, you know, get people back. You know what I'm saying? Like, it, all it took was, like, re-signing Michael Gallup, and demarcus lawrence and malik hooker to be like this team is perfect this team knows what it's do. it's like guys like what are you doing i mean like they're still worse off um and there's still time to be clear like that doesn't mean they're definitely going to be worse but right now the arrow is not pointing up quite yet um so yeah the vibes maybe aren't bad but they're definitely tbd
0: support for this podcast comes from smart water life moves pretty fast are you drinking water that can keep up
1: Let's go to uh to PHI. Anybody refer to Philadelphia that way? PHI. No. What's the airport uh like acronym? In- PHL. Stupid. Anyway, uh the Philadelphia Eagles so far uh have brought Greg Ward back, former commander not Washington, but San Antonio commander. Uh Jason Kelsey needed all of the attention in the world. Um so he went through this this bout of potential retirement um Andre help me out here BLG Shasha Ray. Shasha Ray uh is uh among the free agent moves but Hassan Reddick is the one that kept me up the most last night
0: son Reddick I think is a really is one of the best deals of free agency so far you can accuse me of being an Eagles Homer and if you are you don't know who I am <laughs> if that's what you're doing Uh, Reddick deal is really good in terms of it's outside the top 17 or it's, it's 17th. It's outside the top 15, just outside the top 15 in terms of annual edge rusher value. RJ, can you tell me and can you tell me the name, how many, and then the names of the players who had more sacks than Hassan Reddick over the last two seasons? The first one should be really obvious.
1: Uh, well, first of all, you're saying 17 is that I wasn't listening. 17th
0: (laughs) in terms of annual value. As okay, okay. rush How many...
1: Give me the number of players that have had more sacks than him over the last... So this is 2020 and 2021,
0: right? Yes, the last two seasons, four players. Only four, four players. have had more sacks than him. TJ Watt. Yep. Miles Garrett. Yep. In this order, yes. <laughs> Can you go three for three?
1: Aaron Donald? I don't that's, feel...
0: That's number four. Okay. So you're looking for number three. Number three is a little trickier, but it's not someone like off the map. It's someone... I'm, I'm, I am want to say, like, relevant.
1: Daniil Hunter? Like, that's kind of... Um,
0: nope. It's hmm. Trey Hendrickson from the Bengals. Yeah, but I never got So, to you know, got paid last year. But think about that. That's pretty crazy, uh, especially for a guy who didn't really do a whole lot early in his career. There was thought that he was a bust. As it turned out, the Cardinals were being really dumb for whatever reason and using him as an off-ball linebacker when he was clearly just way better at actually rushing the passer, which they allowed him to do when Vance Joseph was there. Uh, in his final season in Arizona. And then last year, obviously, with the Panthers and reuniting with Matt Rule, your favorite head coach. And now, Son Reddick comes back to Philly, where he was with Matt Rule at one point at Temple. And Reddick is also a Camden, uh, New Jersey native right across the river here, RJ, from Philly. So uh, it's a good deal. The Eagles needed pass rush juice. They ranked 29th in sacks last season. Uh, Brian Carrier couldn't get done. Ryan Kerrigan is a free agent and couldn't get it done until he inexplicably was like good for the playoff game and no one else was. And then Derek Barnett also a free agent, Derek Barnett, some little synergy here, RJ, that I feel like you love was actually taken one pick before Derek Barnett was taken one pick after the on Redick, uh, in, in the 2017. 2017 NFL draft. So the Eagles upgraded, moved up one spot in hindsight and 2017
1: uh, draft when Drew Pearson, um, uh, did the original nope. roast a team with wrong. a moment uh, before David Akers lamely copied it a year later? Wrong. Right. Uh, what um, happened that
0: year, that season, that he did that? What happened immediately after that? Uh,
1: Taco Charlton had a disappointing the Eagles won the, the Super Bowl. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I love the move for the Eagles. I do think this has been a quieter free agency period for the Eagles than I anticipated. Uh, maybe I'm wrong for that. Um, they had like
0: one big splash in them. I think realistically
1: so it appears I, I think the biggest news maybe this might not be big news to you but i'm sure it is big news to a sector of eagles fans uh maybe the phl um eagles not in the deshaun watson sweepsticks we've heard nothing but saints panthers falcons and browns added to that mix there was like a murmur about the 49ers that was quickly dispelled um the colts tried to get in on it but the Texans was like lol <laughs> thanks you know so um so yeah i mean it it seems like we're getting year three of Jalen Hurts. Like there's there's no like would be shoot a drop at the quarterback position, is my point.
0: No. I mean, and it seems like the Eagles, for their part, have interest still in Deshaun Watson by all indications. It's just that there's no indication that he wants to play in Philly, so it's kind of just a moot point. Um so it does look like it'll be Jalen Hurts. I can't say I'm fired up about that because I think Jalen Hurts is a lot closer to his ceiling than a lot of people either realize or want to admit.
1: Man, I'll um, never forget. Um, I think it was after the the Falcons game. It was something like SportsCenter tweeted out, and it was like his stats through his first like 14 career starts or something, and it was like passing yards and rushing yards, and they were better than Lamar Jackson's like first 14 games or something, and everybody's like, oh, my gosh.
0: Yes. So. Jalen Hurts famously competing and then winning for an MVP award in his second season, just like Lamar Jackson. Definitely At least he doesn't, but he doesn't have
1: an MVP. My quarterback does. that's not a good thing (laughs) you follow in the footsteps
0: Uh, of mitchell Trubisky. uh i will say um the other big thing for the eagles here are two things is wide receiver which they seemingly are kind of in a bad spot with because the freaking jaguars gave uh Christian Kirk 18 million dollars a year which is insane and has seemingly kind of like infuriated the rest of the league and in, in blowing the wide receiver market way like out of whack so that's a position for the Eagles to watch there was some talk that they're they were interested in Juju Smith Schuster but I don't think that's going to happen um Jimmy Kemski says that's not the case they're not interested and then safety uh they reportedly made a competitive yeah. offer for Marcus Williams uh but and you know just a different bird he did choose a different bird um the ravens like their safeties they're high priced safeties and the as, nfc as...
1: east does not like their safeties well, i was gonna
0: say as Cowboys fans would know earl thomas going to baltimore and not dallas uh so there's still some work to be done the point is for the eagles and we'll see if they can find some more i guess bargain deals as opposed to these top of the market splashes
1: <laughs> who's the receiver move that like Boom, done. Like the Von Miller that can happen for the Eagles. Like so, like if we if we kind of figure out like that's the move that that gets Cowboys fans off the ledge, right? Like, boom, we got Von Miller going to the Super Bowl, whatever, blah, blah. Like the I'm talking the, the move that gets all the Instagram accounts riled up. You know what I'm talking about. By the way, BLG posted a fantastic looking photo of a tomato pie on Instagram. Wow. You've been posting some pizzas lately that I would give a world. That's all I'll
0: say. You're coming around so, to my expertise. It's great. Uh you can actually, follow me on Instagram at Branding yellow.
1: The other day, my wife and I were walking the dog and the baby. Uh, the baby was in a stroller, to be very very clear. Um, and we were talking about food. And uh, <laughs> why, why did you have tables. to clear that up? <laughs> I, just, I don't know. Because uh, no, I said the suspicious. dog first. Um, and I was I was like, you know, BLG is kind of a foodie. I mean, He's kind of pretentious when it comes to food. And she was like, I could see that. So you know, I don't think you I'm got, pretentious about you it. You got a like, bit of a reputation.
0: I don't like to think. I'm not a food critic. I don't like post food review. I don't like crit- criticize it. I'm a food appreciator. I like to spread the gospel of pizza you know, specifically
1: you might want to spread that you know when it comes to pop culture because i'll tell you my mentions are filled with people who are like yeah blg not knowing who the ninja turtles are like the specific ones it's a bad look yes so,
0: anyone sorry. on a podcast ever is never you know like talk, try talking on a podcast for a long time you're, you're, <laughs> your mind's never gonna blank out on something yeah okay um uh, anyway anyway so i think
1: can i guess who the answer is because is it is it a wide oh, receiver yeah, the, the, oh, wait, <laughs> what are we even talking about the uh, yes Von... give it a guess but like, cause you you're I. You could you could say I'm wrong. That would be mean if even if I was right. But is it a wide receiver that like you're Von Miller?
0: I don't know that that player really exists anymore in the market, given the way the market's gone. Well, but
1: I think the answer
0: is Allen Robinson. That's the like you know we got a
1: receiver blah blah Cut Rager. Blah, blah, blah. You know what I mean? Like that's well, they should do that regardless. <laughs> but yeah,
0: um, I think that would be what I was gonna say, but. I think the problem, RJ, and some Eagles fans might not like to hear this, and would be like, "Well, if you had a receiver, you would have a higher volume passing offense." But again, they had the lowest passing volume offense in the N- lowest volume passing offense in the NFL last year. And what re- wide receiver wants to come here, especially if it's like a one-year deal, and you're not getting, you know, they're backing up the brink truck for you? Like, who wants to come here and then have their numbers kind of falter because they're playing in this super run-heavy system? So I think they're almost going to have to settle for like someone like. Zach Pascal, who Nick Sirianni has praised a lot back when he was in Indianapolis, a guy who's more of a complimentary guy, a guy who is known for his run blocking. I know that's not very exciting for Eagle Sands, and it's certainly not striking fear in you, Cowboys Sands, but I think that's what they're going to be looking at because I don't think you can really get a high-volume passing target, and I think the way the receiver market is going almost might, and and my th- my theory on that might explain why they did have interest reportedly in Calvin Ridley before that fell through and we're going to trade for him is because like when you trade for a player like that, like they have to come. They don't have a no trade clause. So, y- y- you know, like they're, you're getting them in the building, whereas with a free agent, you have to actually convince them and, and that's tougher. So I agree. And Calvin Ridley really made sense,
1: especially like from a financial um, standpoint, as far as like his contract uh, at the time. What if, like, stick with that draft, that 2018 draft, which, by the way, yielded Michael Gallup. Would you flip a one? I mean, a one's not a bad uh, – that's a bad way to put it. Would you flip a one for DJ Moore or, or some capital? Like, if the Panthers are in the, in the Deshaun Watson sweepstakes and they need more capital, you know what I mean? Like, are you willing to flip some capital for DJ Moore? Maybe it's like a two or a three as uh, this is their fifth year. So, as a rental of sorts to figure out if you want DJ Moore long-term because you're not getting Calvin Ridley, obviously.
0: I don't see why the panthers would do it um but uh yeah i would think about it i think something like that is probably that that's like the right answer to your question something we're I just, not even i just birthed of right a,
1: a, an article at com right there sounds mm, like
0: i've seen some people in my mentions talking about dj Moore, but again i don't think the panthers want to do that it's like one of their he's like what their best young exciting player
1: yeah but i mean I don't know if they have to move on from Deshaun or towards Deshaun to move on from things. I mean, like, again, they got to get the capital to do it. And so, I mean, but you're right. Like if he has, like, this is not about Deshaun, but he has a no trade clause. Like if you get rid of DJ Moore, like why is he waving the no trade clause to go there? So, um, especially for your boy, Matt rule, who everybody wants to
0: rule the world. (laughs) <laughs> I still maintain uh, he might be a good coach, but not nah, horrible and has that way too it. much executive power. Um, but maybe I'm wrong.
1: Uh, the Minnesota Vikings, as we speak, have agreed to terms with
0: Jordan Hicks, former <sighs> Philadelphia Eagle. So that's that's devastating. Not from a standpoint of I thought the Eagles were super likely to get him back. But how are you going to go to a total? He's fall- he's loser He sees team?
1: something good. He's, he sees a better quarterback than he ever had
0: in Philadelphia. Well, he was a big he was big friends with Carson Wentz. So maybe not the best judge of quarterbacks
1: speaking of judge let's go to joe judges former team Woo! i'm on fire today uh the new york giants um
0: haven't done much uh <laughs> they can't because they freaking screwed their cap situation right by uh, signing a bunch of players last year
1: their only two moves that nfl.com has listed are both offensive linemen john feliciano and mark glowinski um so yeah they did not however i guess this is the most interesting thing to happen or rather not happen to them did not end up with mitchell trubisky there were a lot of dots connecting trubisky and the giants the brian dable connection obviously among them chief among them uh but he wound up down to two teams in fact new york one of them but chose the pittsburgh Steelers instead uh the maras and Rooneys were just arguing over who was gonna get to have mitchell trubisky so at their next family soiree Uh, The Rooneys have one to hold over, the Mayors. Yeah, there was some
0: talk uh, about whatever, the Giants being finalists. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, not much to say here other than they needed to address their offensive line. I don't think they got any studs. Obviously, Feliciano was released by the Bills, and you got the Dable connection and and Shane connection there. This
1: is the new Curtis Samuel, by the way. Like, oh, watch out. Like, It's like, just because the dude gets his former players does not mean it necessarily translates.
0: It's fine. It's fine. They're fine moves. They're not anything special or great. They had to adjust their offensive line that they're doing. It is and better than neglecting it. Like they've done for way too long. So golf clap for the giants, I guess it's fine.
1: Um, let's move on to Washington as we speak. So like, right. I, don't, I know you don't know this, but right next to you, I have a monitor and it's got NFL network on it. The like caption at the bottom, what they're talking about, obviously I can't hear because I'm paying attention to you. It's got the commander's logo. It says level of concern colon. Carson Wentz traded to commanders, um, outside of Wentz, uh, Washington, um, re-signed Bobby McCain. That's it.
0: They also lost Brandon Scherf, which is to the
1: Jacksonville Jaguars and the greatest coach of all time. Doug Peterson.
0: Their best
1: offensive lineman
0: by far. Right. Like, Who, so, like, like
1: that whole situation. Like you would have thought that they, after the Kirk thing, like, forget how you feel about Kurt for a second, but you would have thought they would have said, we're never going to be in this financial pickle ever again. Like that. This is never going to happen to us ever <laughs> and again. Then it literally. And, yeah. And then it literally happened right away. Uh, it's just, it's astounding really, honestly.
0: I think it speaks to players not wanting to be there. I think if, if like Brandon Scherf really wanted to be in Washington, they would have find Matt, They would have found a way to work something out. I think he clearly didn't want to be there unless they gave him, you know, like, the nfl's best contract for a guard ever it came like way over the top and they weren't going to do that and he didn't want to be there so he's no longer there and they couldn't tag him realistically really for a third time but that's a that's a significant loss and so is i think losing tim settle obviously tim settle not as good of a player and they still have a lot of talent on their defensive line but point being they got worse in the trenches which is not great and they also added a quarterback who is not good and also did you see a statement by the way that was floating around on twitter that he was like talking at some something it was like a, something with kids he was like some kind of speaking event i did not see this um well let me sum it up for you and let me say that carson Wentz is clearly not excited to be in washington there oh was no no, no. oh of, like, i'm sorry i got confused i were talking about brandon sheriff yes i did oh, see yeah. um this I mean, he clearly is not thrilled about being there. Like, it's very – nothing in that statement said, I'm, I'm excited to head to Washington, new chapter. It was basically like, well, sometimes life gives you lemons, so I guess I'm going to make the most out of it. Like, that was the kind of vibe from that statement he put out or or was saying, I guess, in person or whatever. Uh, so that's a that's another reason why I think this is just such a recipe for disaster. It's not even like the quarterback wants to be there. He doesn't. He very much does not want to be there
1: um it is very not good um i mean i he really, mean, choice, really but... no i mean it's it's hard to like sell like, like i'm saying it's like we talked about this last week but like it's hard to do the like the press conference like introducing him to the team and like getting all like the photo like with the jersey and the helmet you know what i mean like it's just it all has a very very stale feel to it um so this just happened while we're on again uh the nfl did announce comp picks blg um they're on, on quick first skin, no comp picks for any nfc east team except for the dallas cowboys um they have a they were awarded the 176th overall pick uh fifth round selection for the loss of actually two i'm sorry two fifth round picks um so um two fifth round picks uh but for andy dalton and i don't actually
0: know who else so um yeah cool great exciting yeah how many picks do the cowboys have now uh i don't even know i fraud. don't even
1: know right in this moment um, have 10. um do we have anything else i know this was a bit of a shorter episode but it's like kind of waiting on this stuff to get official
0: yeah i mean we're still gonna see a bunch of more moves i guess like we're, we're not even as you said free hasn't even officially begun so we're not even through the true first wave there'll be like from now until what like thursday friday even into the weekend there'll be some more dominoes to drop, presumably. And then uh, kind of, I, I feel like it usually dies. I feel like the week after the free agency starts, it kind of like dies off. And then there's a second wave a little bit, maybe later in that week or whatever. Um, so next, by, by the next show, we'll have some more stuff to talk about, I feel like.
1: Yeah. Um, predictions uh, for the Cowboys and Eagles. Anything? I, I do predict there's a, a Randy Gregory answer that happens between now and next week. <laughs> Signing. That's it. That's that's all I got. That's the,
0: that's the biggest <laughs> thing. Uh, I'm gonna predict the Eagles signed Marcus May, who Ooh. was franchise tagged uh, last... He's been. Co- I know PFF connected him with the Cowboys in one of their first
1: like you know free agency destination pieces or whatever. So you know, popular name. Uh,
0: was with Eagles defensive backs coach Denard Wilson on the Jets for four seasons. Uh, so there's a connection there, and the Eagles need safety and. I think his price could be reasonable, considering that he's coming off, an, I believe, an Achilles injury. Um, so, there you go. Sweet.
1: Uh, yeah, free agency. He's officially here. Uh, BLG. The last
0: three words belong to you. Make them count.